Welcome to Beside the Burn for Wednesday the 19th of October. Uh, This is Book Week Northern Ireland and in honour of that I'm sharing with you on Beside the Burn each day uh, some books that have really impacted me in my life that I want to share with you in the hope that you might uh, want to read them and uh, that you might find help from them as well. Now today, slightly different from uh, the previous couple of days, uh, today I'm going to share a book with you that I don't expect you to go out and buy and yet it's a book that has impacted me greatly so I wanted to share it uh, and to tell you the story behind it. And it's a ladybird book. It's a ladybird book entitled Naaman and the Little Maid. And this is a, a book that I had as a child. And it, as the title suggests, it's about the story of Naaman the leper who was helped by the little maid. And it's based on the story from Second Kings chapter 5. And we'll read that story in a moment or two. And The Ladybird book follows the story, tells it beautifully. Uh, But it was whenever uh, my minister at home uh, preached on this passage on one occasion and spoke about the little maid and how she had a heart that was willing to serve God, uh, that I came home from that service and and asked my mum and dad how I could have a heart that would uh, serve God like the little maid. And at that moment, as a, a young boy, I, I trusted in Jesus Christ as my saviour. I committed my life to him and that changed everything from that moment on and has changed everything in my life since then. I can't imagine what it would be like not to have Jesus as a, a special friend. I can't imagine what it would be like not to have that um, desire of of helping and, and serving him and having a heart uh, that was willing to serve him. And uh, this story truly transformed so You can read it just as well in the Bible uh, as you can in a ladybird book, uh, but it's the little book itself. I've kept that book and uh, often glance at it on my shelf just to remind me of that story and remind me of what took place. So today, simply let's read the story and let's read how this little maid who was taken away from home, she had every reason to um, turn away from God because of the way that she'd been treated And yet her faith held her firm. And even in these adverse circumstances of looking after Naaman's family, she had faith in God and wanted to serve God. This is what we read in 2 Kings chapter 5. Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. So this is a a great story because here we have this young girl taken away from Israel, taken away from her home. 
And she could easily have said, well, there's no point in serving God. There's no point in following him. There's no point in keeping my faith in him because I'm now far away from home. What good has God done me? He has let me be taken captive. Uh, She no longer had her parents uh, around her. Uh, forcing her to worship God. She could have uh, switched and started worshipping the the gods of of Naaman and his wife. But instead she remains true and faithful. And her heart is such that she has this desire of helping and of telling others about God. She realises that Naaman needs help and she realises that she knows someone who can help, the prophet who is back in Samaria. And even though she's a young girl, she uh, takes the opportunity to tell her mistress and she uh, takes that opportunity to share this good news about God with her. So in verse 4 we read, Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means go, the king of Aram replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten sets of clothing. The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you, so that you may cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robes and said, Am I a god? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. And here you can see why the king of Israel thought like this. It appeared as if Aram was just sending a pleasant request, but it was a request that the king of Israel could not possibly meet. There was no way that he could cure leprosy. And he thought to himself, whenever the king of Aram discovers that I can't cure leprosy, he's going to come and invade us. He's going to come and punish us because we haven't been able to do this impossible thing. And so the king of Israel is worried that he's going to be invaded. But then Elisha comes to the rescue. Verse 8. When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me, and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan and your flesh will be restored and you will be cleansed. Now, again, this doesn't seem unreasonable, but to Naaman, who had travelled all this distance and brought all these gifts, it would appear that he was being slighted. He was Elisha giving him the instructions that he needed and yet Naaman was thinking, well, you've shown me no respect You're just having a laugh. So verse 11. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God. Wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? 
So he turned and went off in a rage. And we can see from Naaman's point of view why he would be angry and why he thought he was being disrespected. Then verse 13 Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? So he went down, dipped himself in the Jordan seven times as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. So please accept a gift from your servant. It is a wonderful story and Naaman sees the power of God at work uh, through the prophet. And he praises God and uh, pledges his allegiance to God and wants to repay the prophet. And all of this comes about because a young girl who was taken captive and who was far away from home did not forget her faith in God. And that is for each one of us to remember that if we have faith in God, then God can use us. And he can use us in extraordinary ways. And all we have to do is to remain faithful and to speak of God and to point others towards him. And God can do much, much more than we are able to do. So we're set the example here from the little maid with Naaman, reminding us of God's wonderful plan and how he can use his servants. So let's bow before him in prayer. Lord God, we thank you of the story of the little maid and Naaman, and how she remained faithful to you even in these adverse circumstances, and how she was able to point others towards you. Lord, we pray that we might have hearts that would be willing to point others to you, that we might be ready, Lord, each day, just in simple little ways, to point people towards you by the things that we say and the things that we do and the way that we act. Lord, help us to remember at all times that you are the one who is able to do all and much more than we ask. For we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.